RetroSeasons.com for more sports history. From Day to DeRocher to Snyder, it's double play with DeRocher and Day. With their guest, Duke Snyder, here's another chapter of Double Play with DeRocher and Day. Welcome to another visit with baseball's most exciting and controversial couple, Lorraine Day and Leo DeRocher, with their guest for today, Duke Snyder. You know, you fans have heard a good deal about the signs that a manager gives to his players during a game. Later on in today's show, Leo, Lorraine, and their famous guest, Duke Snyder, are going to delve into these signs and are going to try and give you a little inside information about them. But first, here's a little inside information just for you. And now back to Double Play with Leo DeRocher and Lorraine Day and their guest, Duke Snyder. Hi there, everyone. On this show, you're going to meet that famous center fielder from the Brooklyn Dodgers, Mr. Duke Snyder. And don't forget that I'm here to represent you fans. And today, I'm representing particularly Juanita White from Oklahoma City, who would like to know why manager Dressen cleared the Brooklyn bench so much this last season. And Charlie Hatch from Ogden, Utah, who would like to know why did Leo choose Sheldon Jones to pitch the second game of the playoffs. And Bonnie Young from Las Vegas, who says that I'd like to know something about the signs that the manager gives to a pitcher and a hitter. Never can spot them. So let's find out about them, shall we? Leo. Leo. Come on, Duke. Let's go over here and sit down. Hi, Leo. Hi, you, Duke. Oh, Lorraine. How are you? Duke, what's your real name? Edwin. Edwin, why did they call you, Duke? Uh, my father started that when I was very young, and it stuck with me ever since. It has nothing to do with baseball. No, I don't believe so. <laughs> well, Duke, um, I think you should answer this question since you were on the Brooklyn team. Uh, why did manager Dressen clear the Brooklyn bench so often last season? Uh, Charlie uh, cleared the bench mainly because he didn't want any more players thrown out. We we were known to have quite a loud bench and beating the umpires <laughs> quite a bit, and Charlie thought it might be a good idea if they were all in the clubhouse so that if we needed someone in an important situation, well, he could get them rather than have them out of the game in the showers. Well, couldn't you have just said be quiet? That's pretty hard to do if you know some of the umpires in our league. Yes, I'm acquainted with some of them. It seems to me, didn't wasn't there a, a big rhubarb? That comes right here. She says, there's a P.S. that says, who kicked the door down? Why, I don't know. There might be uh, termites in uh, that door up there or something because uh, all of us were in the shower. Must have been very exciting, though, just reading about it in the paper. It was. Uh, it made a good story, even though it wasn't true. <laughs> well, Leo, we have a question here for you from Charlie Hatch, who wants to know, why did you choose Sheldon Jones to pitch the second game of the playoffs? Duke, weren't you tickled to death that I picked Jones? I sure was. I didn't get any hits that day, but... I was tickled to death about it. A lot of other people got a lot of hits. That's right. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, I remember very well that uh, I had pitched Magley and Jansen the last two days of the season, and that you had said to me, dear, who are you going to pitch today? And I told you I didn't know. And uh, you told me that uh, the good Lord hadn't taken us this far to cast us aside, to uh, get down on my knees and uh, say a prayer, and that uh, he would tell us who, he would tell me who to pitch. And, uh, you know, Duke, I was afraid to leave the bedroom without doing it. <laughs> so I did get down on my knees, and uh, I went to the ballpark, and I pitched Sheldon Jones. And you know what happened. You beat me 10 to nothing. And uh, I remember coming out after the game and getting in the car, and on the way home, Lorraine said, uh, well, that's the way the good Lord wanted it. He wants you to win it the hard way. And, of course, my answer was, 
Why couldn't he let us win today just so I could sleep tonight? Make it easy for once. Well, you know, Duke, uh, that, little, uh, that little story, when we were being beaten 10 to nothing, and all I could remember all during the game was, and I told Leo to get down on his knees, and he would be told who to pitch, and so he pitches Jones, and I said, I'm really going to get it out in the car tonight, you know, going home, <laughs> about the Lord told him to pitch Jones, and he asked on my suggestion, uh, but Leo was wonderful, because when he came out in the car, he said, you know, he wanted me to pitch Jones to save Magley for tomorrow, because we couldn't get a hit off Levine. And if we'd put Magley in, I'd have lost a great pitcher That's for tomorrow because we just couldn't hit that wonderful pitcher. Oh, Levine was great that day, Duke. That was the best pitch ball game, I think one of the best, that we had pitched against us all year. He had a great curveball, and I made the wrong guess. But, of course, you know... No, but you didn't. That's the whole point. You didn't guess wrong. It was well, the right guess because you couldn't win that game anyway. We couldn't hit Levine. I would have rather had a good night's sleep if we'd have gotten a few runs, you know. I will say <laughs> Magley came in or Jansen, just as you said. What good does it do to have them in? Not if Brooklyn gets 10 runs. It doesn't make any difference who you pick. That's right. I think so. Everything turned out right, and I'm That's in right. the clear. <laughs> you see, Duke, I'm telling you, you don't have to worry about who manages the club. You know who manages the club. Oh, That's yeah. just what he keeps saying. So that. after all, an important decision, I never get to open my mouth. Bonnie Young wants to know something about the signs that the manager gives to the pitchers and the hitters. Well, first let's take the signs that a manager gives to the pitcher. He doesn't really give a sign to a pitcher, does he? Doesn't he give no, a catcher? No, uh, the, the catcher controls the game. He gives all signs. Once in a while, a manager may call for a certain pitch during a game. Well, what does the catcher tell him to pitch to Musial? Well, whatever it is, it's wrong. We ought to pitch under pitch. the plate. <laughs> it's a better thing if you just forget Musial and Duke and those kind of and hitters Robinson. and pitch underneath the plate or behind them a little bit. Mm. Very yeah. dangerous. That's, 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 that's a, a, that's a yes. Oh, yes. There was a big rhubarb about it, as I remember. Wasn't there? Oh, Duke, story. it's just what Duke knows. It's one of those things. You, you try to pitch a man high and tight, and you just can't thread the eye of the needle all the time, and you, you get it a little farther in than you really want it to be. But now about this uh, giving signs to the... Uh, uh, to the hitter. I've been trying to find out these signs for three years. Well, I'll tell you what we'll do. Uh, when I manage in Brooklyn, Duke played for me. I and Duke, how about this? I'll give you some you signs that we had. for me. All right. Duke, <laughs> I will give you some signs that we had in 1948. All right. And fine. Duke will stand there and I'll give them. He'll, and you'll take that bat right there, Duke, and we'll go through the signs and we'll see if you can get them, okay? You've All always right. wanted to know and we'll answer the question at the same time. All right. And then if I get them, is it a promise that... I'll give them to you next season from the box. Uh, you've been doing it now for a couple of years. I don't see why you won't continue. Before Leo, Lorraine, and Duke give you the lowdown on baseball signs, here's the lowdown on something very special. And now back to Leo, Lorraine, and Duke Snyder of the Brooklyn Dodgers. Leo is about to perform some of the signs which he gives his players on the playing field, and we're going to try and catch some of these and describe them to you. Okay, now All right. you're going to give the signs to Duke. Duke. Duke is going to do what you call. What? Then you'll give him again and see if I can get him. All okay? right. Are you ready? Ready. You're Let's watching go. me? Yep. All right. All right, here's the first signal now. We'll try and follow it along. Leo first touches his cap with his right hand. He brings the hand down to his chest, then he adjusts his belt. His right hand goes back to his cap. Hit and run. That's the hit and run. Okay. All right? Yeah. Give the next one. This time, Leo performs the signal with his left hand. He starts it with a hand resting on the letters on his chest. And now he goes down, adjusts his belt, brushes off his left knee, back to his belt again, and the left hand finally comes to rest on the letters on his chest. Bunt. <clears throat> okay. Sure. All right. <laughs> Here's the next signal. He hitches up his pants, claps his hand, goes back to the visor of his cap, hitches up his pants again, and takes one step to the right. That's take. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Ah, <laughs> uh, you can't do it. No. Don't tip her off now, Duke. <laughs> okay. All right, now we'll start again. Okay. I'll give you another one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Leo takes his right hand and touches his cap. He brings the hand down to his chest. Leo's left hand now adjusts his belt, claps his hands together, and takes one step to the left. And finally, the hand goes back to his cap. Now, that's the hit and run. Am I right or wrong? How did you know it was the hit and run? I'm oh, All right, you can't. Yes, you've got to know what you're doing. You can't well, you make a mistake. You do the same thing every time. Oh, no, I don't. All right, here you are. Go ahead. Leo performs these signals very fast, and it's rather difficult to catch them. The left hand first rests on his chest, where the letters would be, next to his belt, and the hand comes back to his chest again. Now, that's the hit and run. Duke will tell you what it is. That's the bunt. That's the bunt. All right, you want to see one more? Yes, have you got right. another one? Yes, we have another one. Okay. All right. Shoot. He brushes his right knee, the hand goes back to his belt, touches his chest again. What haven't we done? We've done the hit and run, we've done the bunt. That must be the take. That's right, that is the take. <laughs> what made you guess right. the take? I don't know. Honestly, I couldn't tell the difference. Now show me, actually, what you do for a hit and run. Well, for I a hit and run, it. our hit and run sign happens to be if I had a cap on, I was using my forehead for a cap. Yes. And say that I start and stop in the same position. Anything I do in between means nothing. In other words, I touch him a cat. Boom, 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 boom. Now, you didn't give a sign. Yes, I did. Well, you I, said it meant nothing. I started and stopped on my cap, which is hit and run. But you said, I, uh, whatever I do between the time I touch my cap... Means and nothing. All right. I well, then when did you give the hit and run? I started and stopped on my cap. That's hit and run. I see. Now, this is nothing. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom. I that started on my cap, but I never went back to my cap. So that means there's that no means sign. Nothing. He's on his own. You could do anything you want. So that, it's called what we call a block sign. In other words, it's a take, put it on, take it off. If I start, I must come back to that same place. All right, now I understand. If you wanted him to hit and run, you'd start with your cap, and whatever you did doesn't mean a thing, but coming back to your cap means that Duke must hit and run. On that ball, he must swing at it and try to protect the runner. That I'm sending the runner, and I want him to hit. Okay. No matter where the ball is, he must swing at it. All right, but if you didn't come back to your hat, he's on his own. He's on his own. You Doesn't did that clearly to confuse uh, the manager or the pitcher or the I other may player. give the sign. That, that is what's called coming back, starting and coming back to it. I can confuse the opposing player or the coaches or the manager who may be watching. And the manager's wife. All right, oh, now go on. naturally, the manager's wife. You can't run the game. Confused. Always confused. You mean to me like this all the time. You could also have a, a call-off sign. You could give the sign all the way through maybe and then clap. That's right. And that would call it off even though he gives the whole sign. Well, what was Dresson doing all the time he was whistling? Well, that is uh, more or less a decoy, Lorraine. He doesn't uh, give any signs when he does that. Well, you know, I was always under the impression that when he whistled, it meant that uh, perhaps he caught a signal from the pitcher, you know, and was saying, here comes the fast one. Well, I really shouldn't say anything about that, but he does give them. Yes, and how. I was going to cut right in there. He does catch him once in a while. He's the greatest in the business. He's the greatest third base coach I've ever seen. Well, tell me, what about uh, a bunt? Now, show me the bunt sign. Well, look, uh, look, dear, I, uh, I showed you the way the manager gives them. And uh, let Duke, why don't you show her uh, the way when you played for me and I was to give you the bunt sign? Go ahead and show her exactly what the bunt sign is. The bunt sign was the letters. Uh, we don't have any letters here, but, uh, you know, the yeah. Giants and the yeah. Dodgers have crossed yeah. here. Uh -huh. He's, uh, the bunt was uh, with the letters. You had to start and stop there. You can do anything else you want, but you've got to go back to the letters and stop there. That and that is the, the bunt sign. Well, now tell me, couldn't say an opposing player, couldn't he just watch where you ended and know what the sign was the next time you did it? Well, I know. He'd, he'd uh, see the sign, and then he'd see the hitter bunt. He saw that you ended with the letter. Well, yeah. wouldn't he say, well, the next time they end there, it's the bunt? Uh -huh. Well, it could be changed, though. I mean, that's just one off. group of signs. You could, I could do this, 
and, and fool around and with any part of my body and go back here and maybe then I'd take a step to the right or a step forward or clap my hands and holler come on or something. That could be a call-off sign and then he would be hitting. <clears throat> well, there is one sign that I want to know about particularly. Just what is the sign that means hit a home run? Why, oh. you... Listen, I'll see you next uh, next session, same time, same station. I hope. Now, look, honest <laughs> Why, engine, you knucklehead, Hopkins. What are you going to do? You've been listening to another chapter of Double Play with baseball's most exciting couple, Lorraine Day and Leo DeRocher. Today, Lorraine and Leo had as their guest, Duke Snyder. Join us when again it's time for Double Play with Leo DeRocher and Lorraine Day plus another big-time guest star. Double Play is produced by Marty Martin, directed by Ted Nealon, and is a Martez production. Mm -hmm.